This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, this is behind the seal curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you again on Tuesday afternoon with a Mike Tomlin press conference. That's right. It's Tomlin Tuesday. There was a lot going on, so let's dive into it because this might take a while. All right. Coach Tomlin just wanted to say some words from the performance on Sunday where the Pittsburgh Steelers got their first victory in their first game on the road in the AFC North. He called it a gritty performance. That sounds like a very Coach Tomlin uh, explanation of it. Um, he once again said something that he said in his postgame press conference where he was commending the new guys, guys that you know were with the team for the first time, um, whether they had come in as free agents or or were drafted, or just simply rookies. All of the players that were new to the team in 2022, he really wanted to commend them for coming in and understanding AFC North football. Um, he said it was good to flip the turnovers, meaning that last time the Steelers turned the ball over five times combined in the two games against Cincinnati. This year they had five turnovers, um, or I guess the better way to say it's five takeaways against Cincinnati uh, in this game. Um, he's encouraged by the things um, he saw on offense when looking thing, at things back. He acknowledges it's a team in transition. So he's he's encouraged by the progress they're making. Now, I know some Steelers fans are like, oh, the offense, oh, my. This is an offense that's going to take some time, and that's why Coach Tom says he's encouraged with what he saw and what they started with in week one. Um he said that they played better on the road this game than they did in their preseason game. He says, yes, it's the preseason, things are different, but anytime you go on the road, it's a, just a different element. So to, those are the two things that he had to compare and thought that they did, uh, that they just performed better in this game. Um, he said, significant guys come through in significant moments. That's some great words, Mike Tomlin. Um, yeah, Mike Tomlin did have some good words. I'll, I'll give you a little preview. Get a little preview. You ready? Later on, you're going to actually hear the quote from Mike Tomlin. He didn't urinate down his leg. Just you wait. It's coming towards the end. Just going to set you up with that one. So <laughs> you're like, why are you telling me this? I want to hear about the injuries. Yeah, we are almost to the injuries um, because he said one thing he said before he headed in the injuries is that the, the team was far from perfect in all three phases. So, injuries. Let's get to it. I know this is what you want to hear right now. T.J. Watt. Talked about a lot. Lots of questions about him then that followed. He says he's in a better place now than after the game. 
you can take that as what Coach Tomlin's saying. You know, I said it on the postgame show. You hope for the best. You prepare for the worst. The fact that, that he's in a better place now, you know, you're preparing for the worst. But it seems like he's in a better place now. We'll get more to that. He said, and this is definite now, Coach Tomlin said, T.J. Watt will not play this week. All right, T.J. Watt will not play this week. That's all the farther he's going. He says, but they're encouraged by it. By it. They'll do what's appropriate. Um, he says that Jameer Jones and Malik Reed, they won't be TJ. Only TJ is TJ. But he, they're, they're going to be asked to step up um, in the absence of TJ. So we'll get to, like I said, there'll be some more questions about TJ Watt coming up here in a little bit, just to give a little bit more specific details. The other injuries he outlined was Mason Cole had an ankle, says it may change his process. To me, that's just seeing, hey, he might not be participating fully in practice early in the week. That's the code for what for what Mike Tomlin said. So I pulled out my my secret Mike Tomlin decoder ring, and that's what it said. Um, so take that for what it's worth. Um, also, he said about Najee Harris, who did go on a podcast. I can't remember which one that was out uh, Tuesday morning. That oh yeah, he's playing this week. Um, he, he says um, he he's um, he's really optimistic. Meaning Najee is really optimistic about this week. Um, and he, he did the quote, it's good to be young. In other words, he's saying, Najee's young, naive. It's a process he's got to work through and that they're taking him um, day to day and he's going to have to show that he can perform in order to play on Sunday. So in other words, Mike Tomlin pumped the brakes a little bit on Najee Harris, but that doesn't mean that it, that he's being ruled out. That's the let's see what he can do and how well he can perform in practice. Uh, Coach Tomlin talked about New England. I'm not going to go into this too much. Um, he talked about his, his, you know, the respect for Coach Belichick. Like him or not like him, it's not that you shouldn't respect him. Um, that's my own words going out to Steelers Nation. Um, he talked about how they're a, a transitional group as well, but there's core values that are the same with that with their team. Um, he says um, that the names may change, but how they go about their business is the same. So it's not even to me that says their preparation isn't going to be as much about specific players, but the things that they do, and they just have different players doing them now. Um, and he also said that he loves and respects the mode in which they function and, you know, said about how they have a lot of, in common. All right, let's get to these questions, because, of course, I'm sure you have more questions about T.J. Watt. So, therefore, the, the Pittsburgh reporters did as well. All right. They want to know if he was encouraged by the news with, with T.J. Um, um, he's like, you could suggest that the, that, that it's encouraging based on how things are playing out right now, was asked if they're going to move him to IR. He says they're not rushing it. And here you go. Here comes my secret. Coach Tomlin Dakota ring once again. Not rushing it is exactly right. What he's saying is whether T.J. Watt goes on IR today or Saturday is not going to make any difference of when he can come back. So they don't have to rush that decision and make something on Tuesday. Um, about what they're placing with him. One, it's how many games you miss. So if he goes on IR before the next game, then he's out four games. This is my explanation right now. Like I said, I'm doing the, the decoding. So they don't have to make that decision today. They can continue to get the second and third opinions that they're seeking and things of that nature. 
So that um that's the way that I took that. Okay. Um, he asked if there's going to if they're going to get some outside help, and Coach Tomlin says we at least need it for practice. We at least need it for practice, especially considering Coach Tomlin didn't say this. This is just my reminder that Hamilcar Rashid he went on the practice squad injured list. Uh, last week. So they don't even have him on the practice squad right now because he's injured. So uh, the reports are they did sign another player to the practice squad, someone that they worked out. There's more about that on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. You want to stop shop for Pittsburgh Steelers. Go check that out. Um, it's a former player from Washington that is reportedly being signed to the Steelers practice squad. The Steelers have not officially announced that at this time. All right. Um, so he was asked if surgery was ruled out. Um, actually the question was, can you definitively say that surgery has been ruled out for TJ Watt? Coach Tomlin, you know, you gotta love, you ask the question, you get the answer. He's like, I can't definitively say anything on a guy that's, you know, seeking second and third opinions. Um, the, the, the sense that I'm getting is that they're getting these opinions to make sure that he's all right. Cause the last thing you want to do is not have surgery if he needs surgery and only to find out in in four to six weeks that he's going to need the surgery. That's why you're making sure that these these opinions are all coming together. Um, I think it's wise. They're they're still, you know, playing it the best they can. But just the fact that we as Steelers fans can talk about T.J. Watt returning midseason, let alone this season at all, um, is a really good sign. Hopefully it continues to move in that right direction. Um, he asked about having to protect DJ, sorry, TJ from himself, meaning if he wants to get out there and play and he's really not ready to do it. Um, Coach Tomlin's like, hey, he's he, this is a quote he said before, I'd rather say whoa than sick him. He loves that. He's like, I embrace that challenge of having to save him from himself because that means he's rearing to get out there and he's wanting to go out there and make a difference for this team. Um, then he was asked about Jameer Jones, um, bringing him back. He's like, we liked him. You know, we tried to shovel some things around. We lost him, but we do repeat business with people where we think the relationship is good. So he's a repeat business guy. Um, he was asked about Najee Harris. Um, if he re-aggravated the same injury from training camp and Coach Tomlin's answer was no that it is not a re-aggravation. He was asked a follow-up question about if it's the same foot slash ankle. And he's like, I don't know. I'm just, I just said it's not the same injury. So, um, so, so yeah, uh, he was asked about the time of possession uh, discrepancy, you know, the, the Steelers that, that they were down more than 17 minutes at the time of possession. And of course the number of plays run, there was, it was like a difference of almost 40 plays and things of that nature. Um and his one answer is, is that's what you get when you get pick sixes. You make a play on defense, and then your defense has to go right back out on the field. So now, granted, the Steelers only had one pick six, but still. Um, he was asked about the run D, um, about, you know, if if taking away the, the you know, the one big play on fourth down or the quarterback scrambles. I couldn't even hear the exact question. But Coach Sean was like, you know, about how they performed very well otherwise. He's like, you can't take those plays away. It's it's everything. You've got to take everything. This reminds me of a few years ago when it was the the run defense shut down Philadelphia except for a like a seventy four yard touchdown run. You can't take that play away. You take that play away, and oh wow, they completely shut down the run game. But that's a big play. You you can't take it away. Um, like Coach Tallman says when they're looking at it. Yes, me from a stats 
perspective, you can kind of define things differently. But uh, that's the right mentality to have. Um, one you, one play goes bad, and it all goes bad. You, it's not like you can redo it and say, oh, wait, we that one doesn't count. Um, they all count. So um, he was asked about more downfield throwing. Um, what what coach, you know, if, if that's something, you know, that they need to do more. Coach Tomlin's like, when you're in a position where we were, you know, you, you're playing with the lead, the more you push the ball downfield, there's the greater chance for negativity. The more you push down the field, the greater chance for negativity. And they were in a situation on Sunday where the one thing they didn't they, they didn't want to to throw into the mix was negativity. So it's not like they didn't take any shots ever. Like they had the the uh, I mean they took one on third and five. He, they took the shot on the free play. The Deontay Johnson catch was a, I thought was a decent shot down the field. Um, the flea flicker, things like that. But it wasn't that it was coming all the time because you're also trying to decrease the negativity, um, which. I can see it both ways, but uh, that, that's a good answer of, as to why I get it. But he, all, the, the answer that I really liked was when he also said that there's no guarantee that that's going to be how it is this week. You know, when you need to push the ball down the field, we push the ball down the field. So uh, really like that answer. He was asked about um, Alex Highsmith and him coming on with three sacks in the game, and he talked about it being his natural maturation process. You know, they had some special packages for him as a rookie. He stepped in as a starter last year. And then this year, you know, they expect it to go next level. A later question, I don't know if I even got a chance to write it down, so I'll address it now, was asked, is, do you, th- you expect him to, you know, get some of the focus now like T.J. Watt received and Coach Tom? No. Coach Tom, I did have that written down. It's in two questions for that, but I'm going to go ahead and say that. Um, do, do you expect them to do that to Highsmith? This is what he said. Ask Bill. <laughs> meaning Coach Belichick. In other words, I don't know if they're going to pay more attention to Alex now. That's for them to decide. But, yeah, I, I kind of like that answer. Um, he was asked about um, about um, Malik Reed and him being a, a little bit on the um, vertically challenged side for someone playing outside linebacker, you know, and the, the question was was shaping it up like, uh, you know, kind of more like a James Harrison that wasn't all that tall. And – he didn't bite it either time. He even re- he doubled down and repeated the same thing. I am not being suckered into making comparisons to James Harrison, <laughs> which uh, good job, Coach Tomlin. Um, was asked about um, Mitch Trubisky having no turnovers so far um, through the preseason in his first first game, and if that was to be expected. And Coach Tomlin was like, I, we're still getting to know him. You know, the expectations are evolving. So getting to know him with everything is good. But I mean, hey, you're not gonna you're not you're not gonna turn that down. So um then he was also asked about uh Minka Fitzpatrick stepping up more as a leader in the absence of TJ Watt. And he's like, Minka's not gonna be any different than what Minka was. Minka is a vocal leader on this defense. He's like, he was vocal. He was vocal and intense from the very beginning. That first game in San Francisco, he was vocal. Back in 2019, yeah, that's what Coach Tomlin was saying, is that Minka has been Minka. Um, um, And he said that they are not devoid of leadership, speaking specifically about uh, the defense in Minka Fitzpatrick. Um, Was asked about the O-line. He he says, you know, um, with, you know, some improved play than what we we had seen, um, you know, as Steelers fans. During the preseason, especially the last couple of games, he said he talked about the cohesion as they continue to come together and that they had less negativity. You know, didn't there was one 
one penalty on the offense in, in that regard, and that was the holding penalty on Dan Moore that I still haven't seen another angle that show me that he actually held him rather than just buried him into the ground. So um, I don't know. We'll see. Um, here you go. Here was the quote I set you up with at the beginning. Sorry this is going along, but there was a lot being said. Coach Tallman was asked about Jalen Warren and his first action in the NFL as an undrafted free agent, and Coach Tallman's answer was to start – he didn't urinate down his leg. <laughs> In other words, he went on to explain. Of course, everyone there chuckled. Um, I don't know if everyone chuckled, but a lot of people chuckled. And he went on to explain it that it wasn't too big for him. It wasn't that he was out there. He wasn't, didn't play scared, didn't do anything. He stepped in and did the things that he showed that he could do. Um, and and that was a, a really good way to put it. <laughs> um, was asked about um, some of the plays that uh, – Mitch Trubisky made like wrangling the high snap, um, go, you know, um, escaping some pressure to still push the ball down the field on the free play, um, making sure he got rid of the ball in the direction of a receiver in the end zone where it could have been a safety and things like that. Um, he's like, um, Coach Tomlin says that's not something you want to do, but sometimes you, it's the things that you have to do. Are those things that that they had when it came to uh, those type of plays? Was asked about Arthur Mallette, um and his second year, and you know the big play that he had um, with the to, to force the punt in overtime. And he's like, he uh, Mallette is more comfortable in his shoes this year, and a lot of that is his, his communication has continued to improve. Um, asked about um, the the secondary in general. Uh, with with some things and how the division of labor and everything, he says they, they, um, that that it kind of played out how they thought it would. Now, one per player he didn't talk about was the injury to Levi Wallace. He never brought it up, and no one asked. There were reports that it's not a big deal, so I guess we'll see when the injury report comes out um, on Wednesday. And he said that the thing about the secondary is that they made the plays against a quality quarterback and quality eligibles, that they were going up against good players, and they made plays. Um, he was asked about Devin Bush, and this one was interesting. He was asked about the way it was phrased. Was he was asked about Devin Bush, and um, let's see, I, I have it. Let's see. If I, oh, here we go. I found it on Twitter. The way someone said it. Um, if Devin Bush took a big step forward in how he played Sunday, that was the question. Sorry, I just had to look it up real quick. And Coach Tomlin said, "I wouldn't call it a big step forward, but I imagine you guys would because that's the narrative you've been slinging." That's what he said to the media in the room. Um, and I know fans and places such as behind the steel curtain and all that as well. You know, I, I got frustrated with Devin Bush with his, with his interview. I constantly wanted to say, Hey, give him a chance to bounce back from the injury. Now that he's actually has an off a full off season. Then he frustrated me. I want to see him do well because that only makes the Steelers better. But um, coach Tomlin says he did what we expected him to do. He played varsity football. Um, and to finish Everything up here, Coach Tomlin was asked about – this wasn't the last question, but the other ones I kind of trickled in with some other things on the same subject. But this is the one I'm going to finish with. He was asked about, you know, facing New England and how it had always been Ben versus Brady. And that's been the matchups that they've had in Pittsburgh and in Heinz Field because it was for all those matchups um, for years, whether it was there or Gillette Stadium. And this is kind of the first time without that. And this was Coach Tomlin's answer, and I liked it. He's like, that was your focus. 
not ours. It wasn't Ben versus Brady. It was Steelers versus Patriots. And guess what? It's still Steelers versus Patriots. Whew! That was a lot to get through. Some really great stuff. I still, I've, I'm still glad that I got to say the word urinate in a podcast multiple times. So that was great. Uh, thank you, Coach Tomlin. That was just another classic. So uh, make sure you check it out behind the steel curtain.com for all the articles and breakdown of everything. Uh, also make sure that you're checking out all of our podcasts. I hope you enjoyed this one. Um, we, we've got more coming out. We're, Tonight there'll be a Scobro show that'll be me and my and my big brother Rich that we'll have that live on YouTube and Facebook. Tomorrow morning you'll have another Let's Ride from Jeff Hartman. If you don't know the lineup, get familiar with the lineup. We've got a lot of great shows out there. If you're looking for more content, we've still got stuff since the games happened. Brian Anthony Davis filled in for me doing the the post game. Uh, Mike Tomlin press conference um, and did a nice job with that. We had the post game show, Let's Ride, Bad Language, the Steelers Hangover, lots of stuff that get, that break breaking down the last game as we now use Tuesday for the most part to start to transition into the matchup coming up and not so much the the game that just occurred. So thank you all for tuning in, and as I always have to say to finish these off, go Steelers. <laughs> <laughs>